This is episode 305 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, Happy Heritage Day. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I am from WildEye, and a happy Heritage Day to all the South African listeners out there. So, it's the 24th of September, and Heritage Day, also known as Bride Day, we'll talk about that a little bit now, is a public holiday in South Africa where we kind of try and celebrate our heritage, which, for those of you who don't know, can be quite a challenging thing, because South Africa is known as the Rainbow Nation, and there are so many facets that make us unique. So, just a quick one. I've got some things I'm going to read for you here. Heritage Day is a South African public holiday celebrated on 24 September. On this day, South Africans are encouraged to celebrate their culture and the diversity of their beliefs and traditions in the wider context of a nation that belongs to all its people. Now, this goes back to the days of um, Nelson Mandela and Unity and the Rainbow Nation. And um, it's a great thing. And a couple of weeks ago, I was doing an interview with someone from New Zealand. And she asked me, what was it like growing up in South Africa? And that's kind of where I'm going to go with this eventually. But just a couple of things here, what I wanted to share with you as well, just for those of you that don't know what it's about, just to dig a little bit deeper here, the the celebration of the Heritage Day con- coincides with the day that King Shaka died. Historically, the celebration was masked as, masked, marked sorry, as Shaka Day in the province of KwaZulu-Natal. The celebration played tribute to the king for his efforts to bring together all Zulu clans. In 1995, when the new South African constitution was taking shape, the day was omitted in the public holidays bills. This angered a faction of the parliament, specifically those loyal to the Inkata Freedom Party, which is historically from the Zulu side of things. Consequently, and in order to reach a compromise, the government opted to create a day that everybody could relate to. Hence came the Heritage Day. Today, the occasion is celebrated by remembering and recognizing elements of South African culture. Likewise, the event reminds the people that inequities and injustices of the past form a part of the country's national identity. In 2005, following an aggressive media campaign, the celebration was renamed to National Bride Day, as it was felt that most people would associate with the braai background. Now, for those of you that don't know, a braai is a barbecue, but a braai is just so much better than a barbecue. Don't fight me on it, it's the truth. So, it's a big thing for us. I mean, Heritage Day coming together and like schools the day before um, Heritage Day, they all dress up in their particular culture or their heritage, the, the, the kids. So it's a great thing. It's colorful because, I mean, if you've seen African, African tribes, it can be quite a colorful thing, um, the, the beads and the, the material and stuff that they use. And I was just chatting to Lara yesterday, and um, she was saying as well her kids um, went, got, went to school, and when they got there, the, her son, I think he's about nine or ten, said that it's amazing how if you look at all the other kids like the black kids and the Indian kids they've got this rich rich culture right and they've got the color and then for us as South African whites and this is not a cult, this is not a race thing it's just the truth um, we wear our Springbok rugby jerseys right so it's just an interesting thing and all of it comes together so how much or little of it you have people associated with their own heritage and their culture but we all associate as South Africans and that's a great thing and the bride day came about and for most people that I know um, they'll say what are you doing for bride day it's, um, it's an interesting thing so just a little bit more for you guys if you don't know South Africa called the Rainbow Nation because it's there's so much to us there's so much different cultures and stuff and quite honestly for us to have navigated through our history without bloodshed from apartheid all the way through F.W. de Klerk, um, Mandela being freed, him being voted in up until today. It's amazing what we have done without bloodshed. And that's something we can all be proud of as South Africans. 
But I mean, in South Africa, there's at least 35 languages that are indigenous to the Republic of South Africa, right? But we have 11 official languages. Now, how many of you South Africans can actually name all of them? Right? Here we go. Afrikaans, English, Zulu, Kosa, Venda, Southern Sutu, Twana, Northern Sutu, Tonga, Swati, and Ndebele. There you go. So 11 official languages. Um, it's colorful. It always is. Um, English is probably the most spoken, but there's um, the richness of the place is just absolutely unbelievable. So, I mean, I was thinking a little bit before recording this, my heritage. So, I mean, I was born in South Africa very, very long time ago, and... When I was asked this question about what it was like to grow up in South Africa, it's something I, I think we take for granted. And I'll, I'll share this podcast that we recorded in this interview with you guys down the line. But it's it's um, we normally had a thing like over December we would go to the beach. That would be the beach holiday, Cape Town or Durban, right? But in April, in the cooler months, in the winter holidays, April, July, we would go to the bush. And this was a standard for us. You wouldn't even question we're just going to the bush and normally it was the Kruger National Park so growing up as a kid in South Africa was interesting because I assumed that was the norm I assumed kids all around the world when they go on holiday they go to the bush and they see amazing stuff obviously not quite the same but I mean as a kid growing up that's what it was there's also I was born in 1976 right and I was basically growing up through apartheid and again, I had nothing to do with it. My parents had nothing to do with it. But we grew up in the system. And after 1994 and our, our um, first democratic elections, when Nelson Mandela became president, we it's been this uncomfortable kind of 10 years after there where it's like I, as a white male, was made to feel guilty for something I really didn't do because of my age. And there was people on the other side of the coin who were angry about something they never experienced. So it, it's a tough, tough, tough thing to navigate. And again, I think we've done amazingly well. So growing up in South Africa and my heritage has always been a little bit of everything. I mean, growing up as a kid, we would have um, domestic workers coming in and I would kind of like just spend time, go eat their food, go hang out with them. So I grew up diverse, if you will. And I think it's an amazing thing. I think for us, with 11 official languages and 35 indigenous languages, and the culture and the color and the differences, it's, it's beautiful. The, 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 and it kind of takes me to, I, I suppose that is my heritage. It's a bit of everything. It's a bit of all of it. It's the wildlife. It's the people. It's, I was speaking to someone a couple of days ago, and if you hit a road trip in South Africa, you're going to find the most incredible places out there. I mean, we always want to travel internationally. And look, I love traveling internationally. But I recently bought a new vehicle, a little Suzuki Jimny 4x4, specifically to go and explore South Africa more. I, I'm, no shit. That's kind of why. So I think it's a little bit of everything. The heritage of the place and the people and the wildlife. It's, it's everything. And I think it's important for us South Africans to appreciate the differences. This is a big deal. Because it's very easy, because of the undertones, especially what's happening around the world right now, that anything takes you down a horrible rabbit hole. It doesn't have to be that. I mean, I think it's fascinating. When I, was, when I used to manage lodges, and the, the staff from the local villages would have an evening and a, like a braai, their own barbecue happening, I would go there and you would kind of eat their way and their food. And I think it's amazing. And all of those little things, I think, add to my particular heritage. I mean, yes... Um, my grandfather came from Europe and stuff like that, but I don't associate with that at all. Um, and if someone said to me, am I a white South African? I will say, no, I'm just a South African. It doesn't 
actually matter. Come on, guys, it doesn't matter. But yeah, here it is today, interesting one. Um, off later today, I am off to on a road trip, heading up to Warden in the Free State area. Beautiful, beautiful mountains there. And literally, as I drive away, phone's going off, and that's it. Just gonna kick back, have a braai in the evening, right? And then just kick back for a couple of days and just kind of be there. So that's about it for now, hey? But yeah, I think the wildlife for South Africa is the one thing that we have that is truly spectacular. But the heritage, the diversity, the people, I think that's where the gold is. And if you, if you ever travel here and you only go for the wildlife, I think you're losing out. I think you need to dig a little bit deeper to find out what makes us, the Rainbow Nation, such a special place. Right, guys, I have a road trip to go and prepare, so I'm going to leave you guys. Have a great Heritage Day if you're in South Africa, everywhere else in the world. Good morning, good evening, and good night. I hope you guys are all well. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. I will chat to you in the next episode. My name is Jerry. I'm from Wild Eye. Bye-bye for now.